0: Welcome to season two, episode four of the Phil Rose Championship Podcast. I am Tim, and with me is my co-host Patrick. How you doing, buddy?
1: Most importantly, the bitch is back. Man, I I, I love Alien Three. I really do. Like spoiler, spoiler. I love 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 Alien Three. But yeah, uh, I really missed the. The James Horner soundtrack, like, like you know, it's that thing is so iconic. They had to bring it back for like every Alien trailer for like the next couple of years. Yeah, like, just, we're just gonna keep on using this thing. It's so good. Like the ending, final music where they're racing to escape. This movie uh, like coasted
0: like in like getting people hyped uh, on that trailer, and 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 they like
1: well the teaser, yeah
0: they they really like led people astray. Because they made like all that stuff before they even had a finished script. Heck, they started making this movie and started production
1: before they had a finished script. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Much to David Fincher's chagrin. Yeah.
0: There's so much like cart before the horse type of stuff with this movie. I feel, and that's why I did a whole behind the scenes on the film on the film as we know it podcast because this movie is just fascinating. Not only do I actually and you uh, defend the movie itself and enjoy it, but the backstory is also fascinating.
1: And- yeah, yeah. Poor David Fincher will uh, disowns this movie and yes. says no good. Uh, he's wrong. This movie's good. Yeah. He gives uh, his blessing to the uh, to the
0: fan made or whatever edit
1: yeah the guy who did the assembly cut did a bunch of um, which he's is available like, on the special don't call edition the
0: director's cut Just don't call a director's cut. That no
1: that no thing? it's the assembly cut slash special edition it was available in the quadrology uh, DVD right. box set uh, it was made by like the, the guy who put together a bunch of like the documentaries on this uh, Quadrology thing yeah and um, he's wrong yeah <laughs> it's not as good as his movie. That was I heard it's
0: like thirty extra minutes of footage and it,
1: thirty-seven extra minutes of footage. They remove like seven minutes of the footage uh, from the movie that was theatrically released, and what you have is a movie that's not as good uh, as the one that was that we all saw in nineteen ninety-two. Sorry, excuse me. Okay, interesting. Because yeah, I heard it was supposed to be better. Like it's lies,
0: like, all lies. Like the like <laughs> the beginning half or whatever of the movie is supposed to be better or tighter or whatever cuz there's like oh tighter is
1: definitely not the thing i would call it i it don't is... i don't
0: mean tighter i guess that's not the right word i'm not just like i guess more cohesive in like its storytelling i think but that's just uh, all what i heard i have watched
1: you it, watched it, it definitely yeah i wa- i i paid i bought it wow, okay. uh to watch it on amazon 5 bucks i'm like yeah, yeah. sure what the heck i love the movie um <laughs> which you know hurt a little cuz the movie is always streaming on television i our backstory. I bought that Quadrology, bought a Blu-ray box set back in the day
2: yeah.
1: on Amazon, and they sent me the wrong one. Oh, uh, no. It didn't have the right region, so I couldn't play it on my uh, my PlayStation. That's a bummer. And I didn't realize this until like six months or whatever after the fact, so I couldn't send it back. And like, wow. Psh, shit. <laughs> uh, so I just have this thing. So I could never I never actually got to watch the Alien special edition until way later and Alien 3 until like just this past week. And um anyway, yeah, I I, I don't I prefer the fast-paced cut of the you know, theatrical edition by far.
0: Fair enough. Okay.
1: And I'll go through some of the, the major changes while we talk about this uh episode. Yeah.
0: Well, all right then, man. Um let's uh Get into this beautiful mess, and uh, you, uh is your pick, so you get to go into it for us.
1: Okay, well, we are third times around here in the Alien franchise. Or cubed. Uh, alien cubed. For sure. Lieutenant Ripley uh, is flying around in space, uh, and unfortunately an alien facehugger has stolen aboard, which causes the... Uh, E.V., E.E.V., mm-hmm. to escape pod out the survivors of the last movie. Uh, hopefully Ripley survives, and she ends up on a prison planet, uh, which is, of course, owned by the company. And uh, so she is stuck on this prison planet, in this prison, with a bunch of dude inmates who are murderers and rapists and have no weapons of any kind to fight this alien, picking them off one by one. Yes. Good shit.
0: It's a good time. It really is a good time. It is. I mean, it's... There's definitely some things I wish was better. Um, It's definitely by no means a perfect movie. I will still take the first two over the
1: third one. 100%. Agree. Yeah.
0: But um, there's still a lot of fun to be had. And I, and I think um, everybody who bashed this movie just needs to apologize, especially after Alien Resurrection.
1: Well, you'll have to <laughs> dig up uh, Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel. Yeah. Uh, they both gave the movie two thumbs down, which, to be fair, they gave like every horror movie two thumbs down. Right. Was, they hated the stuff. Um, but they said the like, uh, feeling it was repetitious, and they criticized the drawn-out uh, chase scenes near the end, which, wrong. It's like the best part. Uh, Exactly <laughs> as well as the lack of suspenseful action, although they praise the art direction and Weaver's performance. Okay. It is a gorgeous movie. I agree. Like, it is it's
0: amazing that like they built so many sets before they had a finished script. they had to destroy sets to save money. Um, it is fascinating how much got left on the floor. And yet, at the same time, all these everything feels tactile and mm-hmm. like real, and it, it's just it's shot amazingly well.
1: You can smell the rust while yes. you're watching this movie. That's a good it's way all- of putting it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in his review of Alien Resurrection, Ebert later wrote, "I lost interest in Alien Three when I realized the aliens could at all times outrun and outleap the humans, so all the chase scenes were contrivances." He also would later state in his review of Fincher's Fight Club that he considered Alien 3 one of the best-looking bad movies I have ever seen. Roger, I love you. You're fucking wrong on this one. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, is, it is a good-looking You were right movie. about it being a good-looking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but yeah. yes, otherwise, otherwise, you're
0: wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I guess we'll go with Hero. Ripley! Um, Ripley! Which is, it's it's interesting cuz she really um it's just an interesting choice that she's so okay with um being ugged up and um <laughs> you know what i mean and 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 she's kind of okay with it. i mean she was like like cool i'm in but you got to kill me off like that was like a preconditioned thing before going into these movies the the you know into the third one which At first, she was like, sure, I'll do a three and a four and film it back to back for you, but I got to die. So she was clearly like, I'm ready to be out. But it's just just fascinating to be like, yeah, shave my head. She did get paid like $40,000 just for shaving her head, but...
1: Well, I think the forty thousand dollars was in the contract if they had if she had to shave her head a second time oh, for yeah, reshoots, yeah. right? Which they, they did. Or they, no, they didn't. They didn't they, like they they pulled up like a bald cap instead yeah. for like. Well, certain they had reshoots.
0: to pay this guy like sixteen thousand dollars or something like that to do this insane bald cap because it had to have short hair and it was such an intricate right. thing, and so they ended up having to do it like three times in total with him.
1: Oh, that's really funny. It
0: was it was like, you got to pay me that every time to do it. And so they thought they were good with the one time, and then they needed to do it a second time. And then they realized, oh, no, we need to do promos and such. So they had to pay him like a third time. So it ended up costing them $48,000, something like that in total. So it ended up costing them more money for this freaking ball cap stuff
1: than it was to just pay her $40,000 to do it again. Yeah, $48,000, $16,000 <laughs> three. That's really funny. That's awesome. I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> you got to love the stupidity sometimes in
1: these oh, studios. Oh, fuck, dude. Now a am surprise this studio does not exist anymore. Right. Some of the dumbest motherfuckers who ever ran shit. But
0: what a cool intro too of the fox, like da 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 da, and then it goes and like the yep. music changes and gets you. Like it's a nice, cool throughway. I love the intro to
1: this movie. Yeah, it's, it's just fun. Like, yeah, it's like, okay. Get ready because you're going to be sad. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna kick you in the gut right away. Yeah, this is going to uh, be different than the second one. You know those new characters you love from the last movie? They're all dead. All dead. They they died horrific <laughs> deaths.
0: Horrific.
1: It's it, and you know my um,
0: uh, is it Michael Bean or Michael Bien? I, I always get that messed up. Bean. 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 Bean got paid for this movie. Yeah. Which I think is fascinating because he was so pissed because <laughs> in one version he was supposed to be the hero of three and four if they were to do it back and back back to back. Hmm. Um. And like he would and then all of that got trashed, and then they were gonna, they, they were gonna kill him off, and um, he's like, no, you're like not using my likeness, like I'm, I refuse to be in this movie, um, and then there was like negotiations, and I feel like there was like a lawsuit or something, and then eventually. Uh, He got paid to use his the image shot of him on the computer screen. So that little image shot of him on the computer screen, he got paid for. It's like way
1: to go, man. Go get your money, son. Yes, go get get paid. paid. Speaking of, I love uh, the images they use on those computer screens. They look straight off of uh, Sega Genesis or SNES. I was thinking Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) But yes. But anyway, let's get into it. Yeah, our hero is once again Lieutenant Ellen Ripley, coming straight off her narrow escape in the last film. Uh, She is still allergic to bullshit, which is a character trait from the very first movie. Yeah. Uh, But at this point, she is extremely worn down from having to do this shit again.
0: Oh, yeah. She does (laughs) not care. I guess at one point, she is like completely naked, and she's like, do you you want to get me clothes or do I just go like this? Because I will. Shh. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna get into this later, but yeah, at this point or in just her getting uh, that across, no, no, she really no, no, does no. not care. Yeah, no, I agree. But at this point in her character arc, she has nothing to fear from humans anymore. She's like, yeah. I don't care about you. I got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah,
0: and so she's you. You when you do eventually get to her, she is badly uh, beat up, looking disheveled. She's got this
1: bloodshot eye. Going on like, she's been through hell. <laughs> In the special edition, uh, the end the opening is completely different. Oh, really? Uh, they still crash land and into the water like that. But uh, the doctor is just taking a stroll out into this uh, onto the surface, which apparently reaches forty degrees below zero at times. Because so you know a place where you want to hang out. Sure. Uh, and he just happens to run across her body on um, on the beach, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's when he, uh, and that's where he brings her, he picks her up, and brings her in, which you can kind of see in the original full trailer. Yeah, uh, those opening shots. Um, and they spend a lot more time with her being like sad and uh grieving Newton Hicks in the opening, like twenty minutes or so, which is unnecessary because we already get her being. Enough of that in the theatrical trailer. Because what I like about the, the uh, sorry theatrical, theatrical version. What I, yeah. what I like about the theatrical version too is that she's like, she doesn't. She immediately is like, we're in trouble. Uh oh. Yeah. I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta know. Which in this in the special edition they spend way more time with her being sad. They're all. And they keep so on underlining it, sad, much, sad, sad.
0: They're also very much dead. So I feel like it's a really weird choice of her to be like, let's cut them up and make sure it's like. How would it live? I feel like, like this it, is
1: exactly the way uh, the Ripley from Aliens would be. Like I gotta know, I gotta know right now. I, you know, for her the seat, you know, Aliens just happened five minutes ago, so she's yeah. like, we gotta go, 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 go. And I like that better. But they're
0: all so very much dead. Like it's just like it wouldn't have. I, it's just such a weird thing to me. Like it didn't make any sense. The only thing that I liked of it was when she does like force. Newt to get cut open, Mm -hmm. like that was a great scene. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, she's phenomenal in it, and you could really see the connection from to
1: that is clearly here, and she is distraught that she is doing this. That's That's my point because that's all there. Instead, we have we have an additional scene earlier on when she's in bed, and we get like another like five minutes of her being sad and everything else. Like. I don't no, need that this. scene kind of. I have this me. already yeah. later on. You're right. And you're slowing things
0: down. It's interesting because apparently um, her and Fincher didn't get off on the right foot. And um, there was like a scene where like she's on this table and she, I guess there's like fake lice being put on her and Fincher like sprinkled her and got in her eye and she was like, uh. the hell's wrong with you? Um, but apparently it was that scene of like trying to get her through that scene and that emotion that we were talking about is where all of a sudden she's like, you're good. And like, and then became a defender of Fincher.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Post uh, this movie, uh, his two biggest defenders were one of the producers who saw like Fox meddling was the big problem. And Sigourney Weaver, who was like, defending him all the time throughout the critics, like, no, 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 this guy put, went through a lot of crap. Yeah. And she was clearly very, very right. It's a shame they haven't worked together again, because I'd love to see it. Yeah, it would be a fun reunion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, so, yeah, so, like we were saying, Ripley wakes up. Uh, yep. She's in the, the, the hospital wing of this prison, and uh, she gets the bad news about everything that happened. Right. And...
0: She makes an interesting choice to withhold
1: information for a really freaking long time. I think it's really fair. Do you? Well, consider considering the beginning of the second movie. Yeah. Right, you, you have to go in with this knowledge. Yeah. Uh, and when she told everyone exactly what happened in the first movie, she lost her job and her career. You know, it's just like she couldn't work on the ships anymore and she had to go and find a, working on a dock or something yeah. like that. Uh, everyone said she was crazy until same shit happened. Right. <laughs> um, so I, mean, I understand her. And so she says, like, you'll just think I'm crazy. It's no yeah, point in that. she this. does say that. You're
0: right. Yeah. But it, to a certain point, it becomes like, all right, I think it's time now. And like, it's, she still doesn't. But I do like, and we'll talk more about sidekicks later, but I do yep. like when the doctors eventually like, like now's the freaking time. And it's like, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. Right, but at the same time, she he's withholding stuff from her, so he's like she's like not in a charitable mood. Which I completely understand again. Uh, which yeah. is why he, he eventually reveals his uh past and he dies immediately afterwards. Oh immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so anyway, after the uh, autopsy, yeah. uh which reveals that Newt died by drowning, um, which apparently Apparently, there's, uh, in the the novelization or a comic book or something like that, it's revealed that the facehugger first went inside Newt. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And uh, when they crash-landed, that's when, like, whatever, the larva or something like that popped out because she started drowning. And... Went into Ripley instead. And that's why her throat is hurting throughout. But I could have sworn throat hurting was part of the issue in the first movie. But... That's
0: what I thought. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think anything about it. Because I don't even remember it being... I don't know. But I, I what I do remember is like... You do get... You, you don't get a visual shot really at all. You see kind of almost like an impaling for um, Bean's character. Hicks. Yeah, yeah, Hicks. But you you get more of a visualization of Newt, and it is not a good look. Like, it looked like a really horrific way to die, which is an interesting, quick choice to make for this poor little girl. Like, oh, yeah, she died in a messed up way.
1: Yeah, it sounds from the novelization comic book it's a lot worse. Oh, uh, like, she was awake and everything, and it's like, oh. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um... So once she's satisfied, there's no aliens in sight, Hicks or Newt. And Hicks, of course, got impaled, so she's not actually interested. Yeah. Although she still
0: disposes of both bodies. They both get thrown in. Yeah, just in case. (laughs) Just in
1: case. It's the only (laughs) way to
0: be sure. I don't understand that. It's just a weird choice to me. Only way to be
1: sure. (laughs) They're dead. They've been dead. There's nothing to incubate. It doesn't make sense. Nuke the site from orbit. It's the only (laughs) way to be sure. (laughs) Okay. Um. (laughs) so they they, they're gonna throw these guys into the the newton hicks into the furnace and uh one of the inmates dylan gives a eulogy that she really enjoys Hmm. uh which is i'll get into later which i i really love because well anyway um yeah (laughs) later on uh ripley decides to come over to dylan uh who gave the eulogy and she's like really thankful uh and (laughs) (laughs) This is is what I was going to say earlier, too. Um, Dylan responds with her thanks, saying, You don't want to know me, lady. I'm a murderer and rapist of women. And Ripley responds with, Really? Well, I guess I make you nervous. (laughs) And she just sits down and eats in front of him. (laughs) And it's such a departure from Ripley in 1 and 2, where she's like, I'm all out of fucks to give. I just...
0: Again, Whatever, at man. first, I was upset that you were sharing that line from Dylan, but I understand you're doing it in a, in a yeah, I know way, but yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. I thought about that too,
1: where to yeah. put it. I gave it to Ripley because this is, I love it. I love that, that character I, I get right, it, I point. understand
0: it, but I think the character of Dylan there was so much better in that moment, but yeah. Because
1: <laughs> he's I, got I, such a way of delivering things, but we'll talk about it that Yeah, I know. I love Charles dumb. Oh, yeah. Um I'm not sure how, when Ripley developed the skills to hotwire an android.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Um, she's <laughs> had a lot of different jobs, I guess. I, I'm i not quite sure, but because it's, yeah, these guys are like, yeah, no, this thing's cooked. And she's just like,
1: boop, boop, boop.
0: Here I mean, like in
1: the first movie, she doesn't know uh, that Ian Holm is an android. Yeah, True. In the second movie, she doesn't want to go anywhere near an it. Right. Trade. It takes a while in that movie for her to trust him, to Bishop. Yeah. And so by the time we get to th- this movie, she's like, "Yeah, I know how to wire these yeah, things I can and turn it back on." <laughs> like, wow. All right. But regardless, sure. I don't, I don't care because I love this scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> we let a lot of go with this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know everything that happens. He's just like, whatever. Yeah. You just have to roll with it. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. And that's where she finds out for sure an alien was on board. Right. And that she's in a lot of trouble, which she suspected all along.
0: And I think it's around there that we we start to see scenes of her being like, checking her throat and, and being like, ugh, you know, like... All of a sudden, she's tired. And like, so I feel like it's around there where that starts to go in play more. In
1: the special edition, at, and I don't think this is in the theatrical, they blend in. Sorry if it, it was both. Um, at the funeral for Hicks and Newt, she starts getting a bloody nose. That's where it starts there. She's like, uh oh. It, well, it might. That's interesting.
0: Might. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs>
0: It's hard to remember, too. I think I think that's about right. But it is around there where stuff starts to happen.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I truly do love that uh, the Bishop android with left of him requests Ripley to just d- destroy him forever. He's yeah. just like, I, his android ego can't deal with the fact that he'll never be top of the line again.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's also because he didn't want to be in this movie either and did it as a favor. Did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. And I didn't realize
1: Lance Hendrickson was so
0: choosy with this stuff. Yeah, he he really he doesn't like this movie. I think he said stated too, um, and didn't agree with with certain choices. But he's like, yeah, I'll be in it. But like the whole bishop thing, you can like I don't like. That's when they decided to do the it all animatronic. <laughs> um, and then he of course pops up at that little bit at the end.
1: Right. Well, you know, I guess my man was running off of a pumpkin head high or something. I don't I know. I guess. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know.
0: I think, I think some people were really personable about, you know, I mean, 2 was ginormously successful. Yeah. It made yeah. Fox a ton of money. And, and everything I heard, too, is Fox was almost just as bad for aliens and for aliens. Like, For Alien? The original, really? Yeah, because at one point apparently David Fincher and Ridley Scott got together. Yeah. And like it was like a drinking session. <laughs> and like Ridley Scott was like, yeah, they did it to me too.
1: What I would I would pay to have been there.
0: Right? Just a fly on the wall.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Just like the third drinking partners to drink and listen to these two talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um my next favorite Ripley part. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're, we're once again she's all, like all at f's to give she knows that the, the company is coming yeah um it took and, me a while
0: to notice by the way even though i've seen this movie a ton of times like it took me a little bit to notice. i
1: had the same reaction yeah. this time like w- the w- company owns the prison i didn't realize Well, that. you
0: start to look
1: i just started by noticing the
0: waylon logo like I didn't notice at first, then I started to notice like on the like the um not the I guess they're not technically guards anymore, but they're the ones that run the show or whatever, right? Because right. it's not exactly a prison planet anymore. It was right. They just all decided the caretakers, to stay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: But they they have on their jackets. It's it says Wayland on it. Wailing you Tony yeah. I, I have, I've watched this movie like half a dozen times or more and yeah, this is the first time I noticed that this... Yeah, I never picked up on that
0: before. I thought they were just showing up or whatever at the end when they got messaged or whatever and I was like oh wow, look at that. Okay, there it is, there is the logo.
1: <laughs> yeah. Stupid me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I... I, <laughs> I love where she's like, you know... She knows that the alien uh, is down there, and that the company is coming, and they only care about yeah, she getting knows. getting what they want, you know. Same as part two, and one. Yeah, and she's talking to eighty five, and um, she's <laughs> like, I'm going. Sorry, I'm, I'm going down. To, I'm going down to the basement. And she's like, "What?" And like, it's a metaphor. Yeah, but the way she delivers all this stuff is just like, oh man. She's ready to die. She wants to die so bad, but she already knows, kind of knows. She's like, it's not happening.
0: You know, well, at one point, right, she even goes like basically the hell with this. And she's just, I'm going to grab a pipe off the wall and go for it or whatever. Yeah, well, this is what happens immediately afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, by Which- the way, sorry, I have to do more interesting stuff. Even though it was not that other episode I did. Um, that scene wasn't supposed to happen at all. This is when the producers officially came, not the like Fox execs came on to set because they eventually jumped in, and was like, they were like they were financially being like, are you spending too much money? Do we need this or that? Um, and it was that scene that were like, yeah, we're not doing that scene. We need to save money because it's it was so over budget and overshot or whatever. So they're like, nope, we're not doing that scene. And Fincher basically grabbed Sigourney Weaver with a camera and ran down and shot it.
1: This is a different scene, from what I read. Oh, okay. I thought it was that uh, scene, but anyway. No, I believe it's the the, the, the most iconic scene from this movie uh, is after Clemens is killed. Oh, where it goes to uh, her
0: face. Okay, so I don't. Ha- I have that as a different scene, but okay. So,
1: I have it. I bel- that's what I read today, but okay. You know, I've been imbibing. Fair enough. I, I could be wrong, but I'm 90 percent sure it is that scene where like the alien goes all up in her face. Like, yeah, we're not doing that.
0: Which is the and, and iconic like, shot of exactly. Movie.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. One it, of the most iconic shots of the entire franchise. Of the yeah, of the even though this movie Which, gets shunned sometimes, I think this this little down. scene gets yeah. repeated like at least five more times. It will <laughs> like always just, like, show up. Yeah, totally. But like they keep on using it in the new ones. Yeah, it's like we're just, we're just doing this again it,
0: it is such a great shot it is yeah phenomenal. and again security weaver but i, I love the scene
1: you're now. describing where she's basically having a breakdown like I'm, I'm i'm done yeah and she's going to like try to kill the alien with a pipe <laughs> yeah
0: and at least that was what i've read and i was under the impression that that was the scene
1: that they. i love that did. scene yeah and yeah and she like hits the pipe but she hits up she hits another pipe it turns it has a bunch of like lice in it or something yeah, and they keep coming w-
0: back, by the way. Those things pop up throughout the movie, which I found
1: so fascinating. I never noticed in why, this movie. That's why you gotta shave your noggin.
0: Yeah, or at yeah, least this uh not this movie, this time of rewatching. I'm like, man, I keep noticing it throughout. I never noticed it.
1: Yeah. Uh and then you see like the alien is behind her, because this alien always comes from above. Uh, always.
0: <laughs> oh, although to be fair, actually his first kill was from below.
1: It's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, my <laughs> favorite never next year... <laughs> my Yeah. My next year moment, Ripley moment is when she just grabs the effer's tail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A move that has never been done in an Alien movie before, and it may probably happen in an Alien versus Predator movie. I don't count those. It hasn't happened once since. Well, just, like, in grab Alien, the Alien Resurrection, tail.
0: doesn't she just go up and, like straight up fist fight an alien once or twice like because she's like a superhero in that one <laughs> it's it's tim it's the one i've watched the least fair uh, enough so i think same i don't actually you, to be you could
1: tell me a lot of things happen in alien resurrection and i'd be like well that doesn't sound right i guess you're right <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember a tap dancing scene in alien resurrection but all right oddly enough
0: I, it was it had a run on hbo or something it certainly did and, like, I felt like I never saw the entirety of that movie more than once. But I saw bits of that movie, like, the same bits over and over and over again. The basketball know, scene? Yes, the basketball scene I saw a ton. Um, yeah. The, um, and I feel like the end.
1: Mm-hmm. I saw the end of that movie a lot. Where, like, Brad Doriff is, like, caressing the alien. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's, like, this weird... New
0: mixture alien thing that it yeah was like human a mama alien hybrid to her yeah. and everything
1: is like oh dear lord <laughs> it's almost unbelievable that it took like that long to get uh, Brad Dourif into an alien movie but there he is yeah <laughs> this guy was born to be in one it's so weird it's and the same it was like this the one.
0: closest we got in the franchise of getting to Earth was like the end of that movie <laughs> which is what they teased in the trailer for this movie.
1: Anyway, move things along. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I'd like to talk about is the ending. Yeah. Ripley's ending. So Ripley, uh, in the theatrical version, uh, she's, she's killed the alien. Um, she's cornered then by the company who are trying to convince her that they will... Oh, yeah, come with us. We'll, we'll take the alien out of you and you'll be fine. you will have a future. you will have a child. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you guys are liars. And she... Jumps off uh, a landing into a furnace um, to her death with an alien bursting outside of her. And she grabs that effer and keeps it with her and they both fall to their deaths. Great ending. Awesome, bleak, perfect ending. It is
0: great and also kind of insane at the same time that this thing's burst out of her and somehow she's still able to
1: hold on to she's it and die. Like yeah. it's, it's a great like strength of a character death. and Sure. I love it. It Um, Yeah, and the special edition is different.
0: Well, I heard that was the original ending, but then they reshot it because of Terminator Two. Weird. Yeah, and they were they were worried, and the studio was panicking that it was way too similar to Terminator Two. So they did a whole reshoot of it, and then they ended up keeping the original ending anyway.
1: Oh, well, then they made the right choice, because that one's way better. Uh, the, ori- the one that was in the special edition Assembly Cup, uh, she just basically tells the- tells a the couple you people are crazy. And she does, like, backflip swan dive or whatever into the uh, fire pit by herself, and that's it. She just slightly burns into flames and then gone.
0: Oh, wow, the alien doesn't pop out or anything, huh? Nothing. Like, that sucks. That's less heroic. I mean, yeah, as as much as it is kind of nuts, she's able to still hold on to it and all that kind of stuff. Um, It, it definitely adds, yeah, you're right, the strength of characters you said. Like, it definitely mm. adds to that. It's a great ending for that character.
1: Yeah. It's a shame they decided to make a fourth one. Uh, yeah,
0: because somehow her genes survived, molten well, yeah. whatever. Let's
1: not get into it. <laughs>
0: it's the dumbest thing I've ever
1: heard. Let's not do it. Doesn't uh, she have acid blood in the fourth one? Uh, I'm not, I don't remember really know. <laughs> See, this is You can tell me it tap I want to keep bumming and, you out. <laughs> don't do it. Hulu tried to recommend my watch Alien Resurrection. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> nice <No>. trick. I'm <laughs> not blind for that. Um, you know what the problem is? They made that movie in the same decade that this movie came out. They had to wait until two thousands before he made a fourth alien movie. They effed up. Seventies, eighties, nineties. They should never have waited they should have waited another decade. You're you're right. You're right. Hmm. Alright, do you have anything else to say about Ripley? Um I, I don't know. I guess I don't know because it's kind of
0: the only other thing to really talk about is her and Charles dance together and I don't know if you got to save that for, for sidekick or not because like it, there was an interesting relationship between the two of them mm-hmm. um, that they had this affection but somewhat distrust for each other but then they still end up fornicating although I want to know if she has sex with them only to shut him up. It's <laughs> question. My thinking was that was it. Because it almost comes out of nowhere. But other than that, that's about it. That's the only other I, thought I had. I,
1: th- I think she's completely honest in that moment. Like, you know, i just like to get laid right now.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'd like to save a lot of that for Dance. Fair enough. That's why I was like, I'm not sure if you
0: wanted to save that for that. And um, it's,
1: it's tough because this is the third movie in the franchise. So, I right. you know, there's baggage here. Uh, so I have curved my score, probably, right. um, and I, I can't judge this based on this one movie entirely. I can't do it. I'm only human. So I gave Ripley a four. I did too. My brother. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah.
0: I did. I did. Rip- yeah. There. I. I. I felt. It's not her. I, even though there's some great stuff, like if these are not phenomenal her, stuff, yeah. Yeah. It's not though. It's, it's still doesn't, it comes it's not under, one or two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It comes under one and two, you know, it, it's still not as iconic as what she does in, in those movies. Um, I, I, I felt like there was some slight weird choices, not to her fault, but just writing choices that I thought were weird a couple of times. Um, but other, so anyway, yeah, I thought four was the right choice. Still a great iconic character. One of the best female characters like ever in action sci-fi horror. Like for sure.
1: 100%. Yeah. All right. Villain. I don't have a
0: lot here because I think so much of it is rolled into action.
1: Yeah. It's a xenomorph, right? It's a xenomorph.
0: <laughs> like what uh, other it's... it's, it's more dog-like, which is
1: interesting. It's, it's yeah, it's an iconic it's, villain. It's different. Uh, the, d- the design is slightly different. Right. And unfortunately, a little more CGI heavy. Yeah,
0: that's the biggest problem with it.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Uh I don't know why they decided to use as much CGI as they did in this movie. It's
0: upsetting because it's like it, every time they they do practical, fantastic. It looks great. Looks amazing. It looks yeah. awesome. And then when you have those CGI shots, it's almost like one of those, like, you're wincing cringe. It's like, oh.
1: Like, oh no. and let me tell you in the assembly cut uh, special edition they have so much more of it and you're like no Ugh. less was better
0: less is better don't do this see and it's weird when i read up on it some uh, i heard like oh they updated and approved the special effects so i was like oh maybe they made it look better and now you're making me like oh no they just added maybe. more of worse
1: <laughs> god help me they may have man oh no. uh, it, it is not great looking that's it, not good it looks like they just like I don't know. It looks like it was grease, green screen thrown on to like, an, like it's not on stage where it just looks weird. It looks so weird.
0: I don't like that sounding of that at all. And I it really it's the worst part of the ending part, which otherwise is so much fun and great. And and the thing that sucks me out of it is is the CGI shots. It's just it's it's,
1: rough. It Really, just the one scene in the ending, which like uh where the CGI is like egregiously bad. Um but uh, yeah, it's it's not great. Most of it I, is in the all the but, CGI
0: of the alien is in that ending. Is yeah, most of it well, is not CGI'd.
1: There's a lot more in the special edition and it yeah. It's not great. You're definitely convincing me more that I
0: don't want to see the this version.
1: I'm I'm you're convincing me more that I want you to watch this so you can do. <laughs> oh, no, ah, um, no. so what'd you give the xenomorph in this one? Um I gave it a three. Hmm. Interesting. I gave it a two and a half. Oh wow, you went lower. Okay. Yeah.
0: I we'll we'll see kind of where we go. Yeah, yeah. Of in course. the end, there. But um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool the the slight change at being more dog and animal like. Um, I liked I, that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sure I forget where I put this somewhere in my notes, but uh, in the special edition, it's not a dog that he goes into really yeah the dog's not in the movie
0: at all well one of my thoughts were how the hell did the dog get here <laughs> i was thinking the same thing was it, it a weird moment like, poor
1: spike the dog doesn't like why would they let a prisoner have a dog on a prison planet
0: did the dog come in later after it
1: was no longer technically a prison planet maybe but at the same time i'm happy there's a dog in a movie even though the dog dies i'm like there's a dog yay it's a yeah. dog it's a cute dog uh yeah in the original uh, assembly cut or whatever it uh there is an a team of oxen that the prisoners have that That's they use to weird. like drag stuff around um that they okay. need to move or whatever right. and if they ever die they eat them uh so this one just drops dead and that because the face got it you never see the face or get it, but he got it somewhere. And they, actually, it's funny. They bring the corpse in, like, yeah, this one just killed over. I was like, how old is it? Was like, it's 11. Weird. It's in his prime. I don't know. It just happened. So they're like, we'll, we'll cut it up later. Let's just go and uh, get our dinner now or something like that. And then one of the guys leaves the other gun. And it's like, hey, what's this? And he holds up like a dead face hugger. <laughs> it's like,
0: and okay. that's the end of the
1: scene. Like, all right. Uh, and then. You get the uh, cut scene of the uh, Dylan giving the eulogy for Hicks and Newt, and the facehugger popping out of the ox, just like it does in the dog in the theatrical version.
0: Okay, so I, as much as that does sound weird to me, I guess oxen being there to help them move stuff does make a little bit more sense than yeah. a prisoner having a random dog, so I'll give it that. It's still yeah. an animal-like xenomorph, I guess. Yeah. Either or. So, I don't know. It was interesting. That's why I went three. Um, but, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of um, notes here. I feel like some of my mm. notes, too, is just the Whalen Corporation. Mm. Right? You have these, mm. like, guys that pop up at the end, and they're all very business-like, and they're like sunglasses on this darkened planet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course... Um, you know, you have uh, the guy who Bishop is based off of,
1: or whatever. <laughs> Which in the special edition, uh, we find out for sure, not actually an android.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah, it, 85 sneaks up behind him, just like he does in the theatrical version, knocks him over the head with a wrench, and he's bleeding, but he shouts, I'm not an android, and you see like red blood popping out of him and everything. It's like, oh, he, he, it's true, he's not.
0: I never questioned it, because he does have the line. Like, I'm not an, I'm the guy who designed him, or whatever. And
1: it's like, okay. I, I never thought about it either, but I, the, now that I, after I watched it and I read that stuff, I'm like, you know, I kind of like the idea of, um, is he an android, is he not an android, being buried in a special edition. It's very, it's a nice tip of the hat to Ridley Scott in yeah. his nonsense Blade Runner cuts.
0: Oh. Dear Lord. <laughs> You don't want to see some origami, Patrick? Because the origami tells a lot in Blade Runner. (laughs) You sound like like, Sideshow Bob right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go step on some brakes. I'd rather step on some brakes and watch Blade Runner again.
0: (laughs) So anyway, so yeah. uh, Two and a half for you, three for me. All right, action. Go. Alright, so um there's not a lot at first, right? You do get like the chaoticness of the of the the pod, the escape pod and all that kind of stuff. It seems like that the face hugger does a lot of damage in this pod. Like this one little face hugger really messes stuff up in there
1: really quick. Um, well, I think the crash helps too.
0: Sure. Uh, but, I mean, you see what's going on in that thing before it crashes. Like, it's, it doesn't look good in that pod. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so that's, like, the first little bit you get. Um, and you get some um, some of the crash effects, which is kind of, like, all right, whatever. It kind of looks of the time. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Whatever, but that's like the first little bit of action, kind of you get.
1: I guess I don't even know why we're talking about this. The first thing I wrote down was uh, Murphy in the tunnels. Yeah, it Um, takes a while. Yeah, our man Murphy who's singing some kind of song. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) sure. How to classify it? At one point, by the way,
0: I had to turn the, uh, the subtitles on. Because there are some moments where, like, it's like, are they freaking whispering to each other? Like, especially in some of the Weaver-Charles Dance conversations, it's like, it's the volume is way freaking lower. Interesting.
1: Loaded. I had no issues whatsoever watching the theatrical cut, but I did have to turn them on for the assembly cut. Interesting. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, like, for instance, that scene where... Uh, He's like taking her for a tour through the planet, yeah. and she sees the EEV being lowered down and everything like that. Yeah. In the assembly cut, there's a lot of loud noise because like the the air to you know the the, the door to the uh, surface world is open, so like there's a lot of wind and stuff and it's loud. Yeah. In the theatrical cut, there's like nothing. It's just coming down and it's quiet. You can hear everything they're saying. Right. It's, nicer and I didn't have to wear this that's why it's I, for subtitles, quieter I didn't but didn't uh, have to do it for this one I mean I, I don't, don't
0: know yeah I don't remember a whole lot of noise but I do remember this the dialogue is so quiet it's just it's and so it, low but yeah yeah you're right no, it it's was, when the dog stuff is where you start to get something and and uh also interesting tidbit is that they actually went to a butcher shop and got real animal parts to do that scene
1: for Murph's body for the or dog. For,
0: for the dog. Oh. For the dog. So they actually used real animal body parts to do all that, and it looks pretty gnarly oh, I All mean,
1: All of them look yeah. really gnarly in, in this movie when people get chopped up. It's, yeah. It's great.
0: And so apparently real animal parts being used and such, and the crew was not a fan, and it made people throw up. And yeah, the smell fair. was rough.
1: That's about to say, the smell is not good with the real animal parts. <laughs>
0: but man, does it
1: make it look pretty awesome. Like, yeah, it looks it, really gnarly. It, it, yeah, it's messed up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, later on, our man Murph uh, is scrubbing a tunnel. Yeah. And he picks up uh, the Xenomorph's uh, old skin. It's yeah. Like, ew. Ugh. And then all of a sudden, he notices a hole. He's like, hey, Spike, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, my note is like, dude, that's not your dog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> which, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have the subtitles on, the subtitles for that scene is still there, even though Spike's not in the movie. <laughs> it's really funny. That's funny. Um, so yeah, he sticks his head into this little hole that he sees, and uh, there's the alien, spits up the acid, and my dude falls into a fan. it's like, like, oh well, no! Well, he's rolling around, in yeah. my face, falls down, and goes into a spinning fan, which... Doesn't really seem to be going fast enough to chop up body quite like it does. But, boy, is it awesome to look at the way yeah. that body chops up. I mean, you don't necessarily,
0: you just see, like, parts going everywhere. Yeah, an explosion like, yeah, of parts. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. You got a good plat, uh pattern later, too, when you, when you go and revisit the <laughs> death. Which they just write off as an accident, right? Like, hey, people, it happens.
1: Well, right? you know, there's a, there's a decline there, so it's it's reasonable, even right. though the, the the fan was blowing, not, yes, not sucking. yes.
0: Which I like that little line, right? Yeah. But yeah.
1: Mm. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So like, as was mentioned before, Xenomorph loves the move of grabbing guys from the ceiling and ripping them apart. Yeah. He, he does it twice with two guys who are in the tunnels, like li- within like two minutes of each other.
0: Yeah. I got a little confused on one. Cuz there's a great one um which by the way, hold on, when when the guy is cleaning <laughs> after somebody Murphy. gets killed, Murphy. right? Yeah. Um and he's he's looking up as he's trying to clean the surface. Because he knows the Xenomorph keeps coming from above, and that's where the guy got killed. Oh, that's so, way later, yeah. I know, but yeah. I had to bring it up since we're talking about the above stuff. So the yeah. guy's cleaning, and he's just looking up as he's doing it. It's a great bit. It's a really oh. funny
1: scene. There is some really fantastic humor in this movie yeah. that does not get enough credit. It, I, it uh, really yeah, does. That is one we're going to
0: talk about it more when we get to sidekicks, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so but- there's one part that confused me because at one point, um, one of them gets sucked up from above, right? And and there was like two other guys uh, mm-hmm. with them, and at first it almost looked like they were running away, but yep. then it looked like they were chasing after something to help somebody, and so that scene was I got confused, like it just it didn't add up right to me.
1: I, all running through the tunnels in this movie is disorienting. So yeah, I, just, I guess
0: it's on purpose, right? Because it definitely it definitely disorients you. It's a maze. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, which is why they really can't trap the aliens. Like it's just a mess of tunnels and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he, that's that's his move. That's his go-to move in this movie: grab people from above. Yeah. Um, the next one is when our man Clemens dies, mm. uh, and the xenomorph once again comes from above, and we kind of see it, and then he uh, come, coming down. And sneaking up behind Clemens, all in slow motion, and grabbing him through the curtain. Yeah, and so you just, you could see it's there, but it's kind of obscured. It looks awesome, and yeah. then he grabs his head and does his little like second head punch through the skull, which looks great.
0: It's a really it. it almost seems inspired by Spielberg in that moment. You know what I mean? Explain, but like, like you like we're gonna we're not gonna show you. Like, you, you kind of see what's oh, going on, well, but not okay. type of deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's kind of just I was going with. Which, I, yeah, I think it was a great, great moment.
1: Yeah. No, it's really great. The next bit of action we have uh, is right after uh, Ripley sees uh, the death of Clemens, she runs over to the mess hall where uh, Warden Andrews is having a meeting with all the inmates. Love and she's story. like... She's, just, she's running, running, running. And by the way, it takes so much longer in the special edition, and it fucking sucks. Really rips the energy out of the scene. Sorry for cursing. No, you're uh, fine. Again. Uh, <laughs> and she finally makes it a mess hall, and she's like, it's here! It's here! And I was like, what are you talking? And then right at that second, right, boom, Xenomorph goes to his go-to move again, grabs Andrews by the head and pulls him up to the ceiling, and you'll always see his blood. Pershing. pouring out, pouring it's, out. Yeah, it's
0: almost like a Kubrick in the shining moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and all the guys are like, you're just like throwing their chairs, like, what the hell yeah, is going they on? All they're back like, up, but they don't say anything, they're just like freaking out. Yeah. And then when it's gone and done, you just Morris, the inmate Morris, looks up, like, fuck, <laughs> 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 such a hilarious, perfect response to that. It's
0: great, it is yeah. a great moment.
1: Oh yeah. The action and comedy in it just
0: I'm yeah. bummed. I really liked that warden guy. Like I watched Do him you? a little bit longer. Oh, he's oh. such a great a hole. Like Yeah, we'll talk about him later. Yeah. I, yeah. So I don't know. I was bummed, but I was like that it was a great moment. It's like back to back great deaths.
1: It really is. And And I love it because it's a little like rubber ball. It is. Yes, the rubber ball he's got the whole time drops down. Doesn't it drop down? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a quick like two, three thuds. Like, I can't imagine how many takes Fincher had to get the right amount of thuds for that (laughs) thing. That is
0: a great one. Yeah.
1: However many he did, it was perfect. And I love him for it. Great.
0: It's perfect.
1: Uh,. So the next big one, and it is a big one, uh, much bigger in the special assembly cup, uh, Xenomorph strikes from above again. That's what he does. What he does. And he takes out an inmate who drops his torch, which lights uh, these chemicals oh, that they yeah. were scrubbing all over the tunnels. Dude, I love is, explosions. This is a great th- scene for This me. might be the biggest change in the movie. Yeah. Uh, from the two movies. Anyway, it lights the chemicals that, that they dust doused all the tunnels with and to trap the alien. Um, and massive explosion, fire everywhere. Uh, plan doesn't work in the theatrical. That's it. It's over. Um, in this special edition, it despite this screw-up happening, it still kind of works. So the, the plan was to make a bunch of explosions to force the alien to run into this toxic waste to, uh, cave, whatever. Right. Um, which is like six feet thick, the alien can't get out of. It's impossible. Uh, in the special edition, the same explosion is happening, but Junior, the inmate, uh, played by Holt McElhinney, uh who was the leader of the guys who tried to rape Ripley at one point, hmm. uh, just coaxes the alien to come chase him inside the tunnel. All right? And... Uh, so the alien goes in and they trap the alien and that's it he's trapped but our man Golik, uh who is the guy who survived the, the one of the first encounters with the alien uh and also sur- uh, with the, the two guys in the tunnel and he was also survived the the death of clemens so he thinks he's like he's totally gone insane thinks he's blessed and he's calling the alien a dragon and he just wants to see it again he thinks he's like he thinks him and Ripley are like Adam and Eve they're they're blessed by this thing and he starts knocking people he starts he knocks one guy out who has him under guard in the hospital wing and he kills the other guard uh that was in front of the tunnel and lets the dragon uh, the alien, the xenomorph out uh, huh. Of course he dies in there the tunnel we don't see it but or even hear it but yeah, yeah we just see him running out which if you see the alien running in this movie it's CGI and it sucks uh, in the theatrical cut it's just you just don't need any of this stuff no but that is an interesting idea i'll give it that it's not a bad idea it's i like fincher like taking pot shots at religion i don't mind it at all uh they're not pot shots they're, they're good shots um, <laughs> yeah. no i think it's fair
0: i think it's I, interesting idea but it doesn't sound like it was well executed
1: no, execution is fine, but the problem is, is that it kills the pace of the movie, and you want this thing to go. That's true. You know, that's what this movie has going for it,
0: and it, and and I'll, and I'll say it's like, lean and mean. That's why takes I love bit, Alien though. Three. It does take a bit, like it. There is there is a, you know, a stint where it's like, all right, let's get going here. But when it goes, it goes. Like it's then you're 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 smooth sailing. You know what yeah. I mean? But you have to get through that little hump. Of, like, after the crash, you're kind of like, all right, all right, all right. And then, like, once people start dying, especially around that scene of of Clemens um, dying, and then the the warden guy dying, that's when the movie's like, we're good. Yeah. We're we're set for the ride. But that's a chunk of the movie that you kind of have to kind of get through. Not to say there's not good parts, but I'm saying pace wise, right it kicks it up but a notch there. a
1: lot the special edition really increases that part where you're talking about that is not that part yeah where it's everything before that so we're like where you got more of that and like i don't need more of that
0: yeah yeah and i but <laughs> i i mean my only hope was like maybe this part that section of the movie could be made better with some changes so i was hoping it was, but it doesn't sound like it, it. It
1: achieved that, so just makes it longer. Yeah, I didn't need it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the next great action sequence is what their next plan. Yeah. Is to lure the uh, xenomorph into this. Um, the lead. What is it called? Sorry. The refinery leadworks. place, right? Yeah. The lead works. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna uh, uh, trap this thing in tunnels and pour. Liquid hot molten lead onto it. Yeah. Um, so they're they're all getting in place, getting ready to get this thing done, and they're going to use themselves as bait, which none of the guys are particularly thrilled with. Which
0: it's almost like them. it becomes like a baton race is the plan almost. Kind of yeah, yeah. Closing yeah. doors, Hope- passing one off to the other. <laughs> getting a trap,
1: Hoping that closing the door will save them, which right. almost never which pretty much never happens. Which is a great uh, comedic moment, too,
0: was like when the guy, it, it, the plan starts with the door not closing. Yeah. Which is a great moment, and he's like, ah! Uh. It's a great acting moment. I guess it should be a Psychic, but he's like, ah! Uh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's great. But this scene really kicks off, the plan really kicks off, with one of the guys uh, as trying to figure out where the alien is to get this thing going. Discovering another guy being eaten by an unfortunate CGI alien. Yeah. And this is the worst bit of CGI in the whole movie. It just stinks. I thought the it was guy,
0: second worst, but yeah, it's pretty bad. Really? What, what did I, you think was number one? The, I thought number one was the ending um, part of that Xenomorph. You know, as Where he's liquid hot metal. Yeah. Well, even before that, there's some there's some quick bits of him trying to climb up after Ripley and such, and it's it looks terrible.
1: Oh no, I think it's so much worse without it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the CGI is thankfully cut down massively uh, from the special edition in the theatrical cut, and it looks it's amazing.
0: It's like how much I like. Some of the stuff I hated the most of the movie that I saw, which was theatrical, is the CGI. So I can't imagine more of it. <laughs> so it's okay. really upsetting to hear. Like a
1: lot more. Like, uh, man, it could have been worse. Same quality. Uh, but I love this whole chasing. You know, screw yeah. you, Siskel and Ebert. Um, I enjoy we got, it, yeah. We got alien vision POV with the fisheye lens, which is like... Not only racing on the ground, but going up walls and ceilings and everything like that. Yeah, and
0: it's intense, and like you don't know who's gonna live and die. It's so fast. And (laughs) and and I love the little bits too, where it's like sometimes you're not in those chase sequences, and you're just you're waiting, like the guy waiting for his turn, but you just hear like screams of people dying. Mm -hmm. So it's like
1: it's a really nice, cool, like eerie effect. My favorite bit in this is like my my man Jude. Uh, who is like literally just about to get out of his tunnel and just explodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another explosion of human body parts bursting through the tunnel, the tunnel door. Yeah, uh, as the alien just gets him right goes before it. right through the glass. Uh, because
0: it all has these little glass windows to these doors. No, not that part. But yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's another one. It goes right through the glass window door thing.
1: Yeah, the doors don't do. shit not really it's great he still he can still get you i mean if
0: we're gonna give anything to villain specifically to xenomorph 2 this is this is kind of where it gets a little bit more fun where it's like clever girl type of stuff Mm. you know where Mm. it's it's like it starts to learn and pick up on stuff and it's not exactly doing what they want it to do so that was kind of fun too added wrinkle to the chase stuff
1: yeah at some point one of the guys panic before they can get the the alien in place uh and That's when Ripley just, like, tries to coax the alien out of hiding to come and chase it and to be where it needs to be so it can get the molten lava, or, sorry, lead onto it. Yeah. And it's not until Dylan, like, puts her into a chokehold to get her away from it, because she's, like, grabbing the tail. And then the alien is interested because she's carrying the unborn queen. Right. And so he's like, well, you can't defend, you can't hurt her, I need her to, yeah.
0: How anyway. Great. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead on you here. I'm sorry. How great is that scene two where Dylan just decides he's gonna take on the alien Amano Amano?
1: No, that's the next part, man. That's, that's, I that's exactly
0: what I love that part.
1: I mean, I, I, I actually had this in uh, sidekicks to further ending, but yeah, it's 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 a fantastic such a strong ending for this character and it's yeah. great. It's great just...
0: and it's a it's good because at one hand they use steam and all that kind of stuff, so you don't get to see anything horrific like CGI wise so you so much has left your imagination which i think is a good
1: thing because i yeah, know, well, you how know bad we, like be. yeah. we like this character we like this character at this point even though he is a murderer and rapist women. Right. but it's weird uh, like
0: there's so much vocal it's like man how
1: is he surviving this long it's yeah this he's like crazy. telling them, like pour it pour it he's like, like surviving past two seconds like, uh, yeah really but is it, he, yeah he's, he's a strong man i guess and you should be dead <laughs> yeah well you know when he's got acid for blood versus he's like he's, I don't know throwing punches and holding the thing in place yeah uh, but uh, yeah it's it's cool and we're like it um, is it's a fun moment uh, so Ripley gets out because uh, Charles S. Dutton Dylan uh, sacrifices himself to force the alien to stay in place yep. long enough uh, they pour the, the lead. lead onto there and it's not over it the survives alien, surprise the Alien jumps out uh, and Morse yells to Ripley, you know, it's steaming hot. If you pour cold water on it, it'll explode, which we see earlier with a bucket, um, after the fires with the explosions uh, in the tunnels. Yeah. One of the buckets has same thing happened after he pours the sprinklers after the fires, the, the bucket explodes. Like it let you know like, yeah, this is what happens.
0: It's amazing though, how well Ripley knows her way around this place that she barely knows.
1: I, I think it's pure luck on her part. Like she's she just, just going figured to get out where the, the sprinkler thing. was. Like, well, she looks up. He's like, "If you, he's like, you get the sprinkler." He's yeah. like, "What?" He's like, "If you get the sprinkler, it'll explode." He's spraying on. Like, oh, all right, it's right there. I think you're giving
0: uh, it a little bit too much credit. Of oh,
1: okay, more. Like, I'm know. more impressed by her upper arm strength because that's she's true. Like going up poles and stuff like <laughs> no help whatsoever. I'm Like wow, yeah,
0: but you know what? It's weird. Like as much as like I never like saw her like fight fight man she's always so believable in that stuff which is yeah, funny no. like
1: well sigourney Weaver's a tall woman so she it makes it is. all much easier yeah and,
0: and 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 apparently too uh the main reason why there were no weapons is just because sigourney weaver is um is a gun regulation person and she was done with guns she didn't want guns to be in the next movie and that's why that was written that way
1: badass love that for her right? Unfortunately, she did i don't think she kept that in for the
0: fourth movie but she yeah. was also though to give to break her i think she might have been part of the problem because she was so she wanted the like original writers to be part of the writing process because she was Daniel uh no it was no um was it gilman and somebody who was also supposed to be the producer so the producers had to write a little bit but they were also trying to produce so it was like difficult i guess and like she was concerned with some of the writing in the second one because she felt she got messed over because some things got cut that she was mad that got cut and she was worried at times that they made her just look like a pissed off gym teacher <laughs> <laughs> so it was yeah, I think that probably added to some of the issues
1: Hmm. well this is also in a post Terminator 2 world uh, so you know tough strong women is just like what we'd like to see in movies at this time yeah so you know Ripley becoming even more of a badass at this point seems natural
0: sure i mean it's weird because how much more badass can you be than in two right i mean
1: (laughs) well you remember her in the first in the second one she's scared and nervous about everything in this one she's like you know i don't give a damn she's a seasoned vet yeah so what'd you give action all
0: right, so I, I kind of now I, going over it with you. I feel bad giving it, but I, I I gave it a three. That's what I gave it. Oh, okay, like I, I I think it's mostly because like it did have that lull there and the CGI yeah. and and that kind of stuff, but like otherwise there was a lot of fun there.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's right.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I did.
1: Uh, so sidekicks, sidekicks. we got some sidekicks. Got a few. <laughs> yeah, first one up, we got Dr. Clemens, played by Charles Dance, a.k.a. Okay. Tywin Lannister. Hopefully you're going to help
0: me, because I did not pick up on everybody's name, and you seem a lot
1: better with that. I did, uh, Not everyone's name, but I, I did what I could. Uh, this, like we mentioned before, this movie does a great job of casting shifty or dead-eyed British character actors, yeah. and you're never sure who you can trust. Um, like, one of the first things Clemens says when he... Oh, <laughs> To Ripley's, he offers her a sedative, but he calls it a cocktail of his own mix. Yes. And he's like, can I trust this guy? That does not <laughs> sound right. I've never heard a doctor say that to before. It is very weird. Um, but I like Clemens. Sure. I mean, it's kind of hard to
0: dislike Charles Dance, though. I feel like it was appropriately casted. Because um, he, he brings like a warmth and fun, but at the same time can i trust this person like it is it is a good good casting and it's sad to see him go
1: yeah i think this is the only movie i can think off the top of my head where he's not like where he's not a villain he's not a straight up any kind yeah yeah
0: (laughs) it's weird you might be right i'm trying to think like
1: do i know another one
0: not off the top of my head. I my can't head. think I of know.
1: anything else. I don't
0: know his career well enough. Like I remember when he did pop up at Thrones, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's the guy from Last Action Hero? Uh, I can't believe you went Last Action Hero on me, but yeah. Actually, <laughs> oddly enough, I, I I think of the golden child first. <laughs> I want I want the, the knife. knife. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, underrated
1: ones like that movie. Uh, underrated Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> Forgotten. Yeah. It is. yeah. Uh, my favorite Charles dance line is where he's having a meeting with Andrews. Yeah, and Andrews just being an absolute piece of crap to him. And he's like, "I think it might be better if I left. I find you unpleasant to be around."
0: <laughs> yeah. And he delivers that so well too. Yeah, yeah, like a million times better than I yeah. can. It's, it's just, such
1: a kiss off. It's great. It's just like the most tremendously British way to say like, yeah, I don't like you. Go away. If
0: anything is going to be a throughway or thread connection to his Game of Thrones character, it's that moment. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like just mm. so matter of the fact of British, like it's just good.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my guy Clemens uh is a doctor. He Used to be an inmate there. Uh, Apparently, he got drunk after... Well, he was still technically on duty. even After 36 hours at the ER, came back, prescribed the wrong medication, and killed 11 people, so went to jail. Yeah. After he was jail-termed up, he decided to stay there because it's the only place he can get an actual job as a doctor. Yeah. The only person I would actually employ. And he is the only real friend to Ripley in the beginning of the movie? Yeah,
0: he kind Um, of goes along. With like all of her insane asks, yeah, Just goes with it.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, cholera hasn't existed for two hundred years. Do you want me to autopsy this child? It's like, it's like yeah, like, all right. And, but, <laughs> and then he,
0: when they like, oh my god, what are you doing? He uses the same cholera line on the on the on the warden guy. Yeah, which is funny. Like he kind of continues it on type of deal. Um, he's a, he's a funny, smart character. Uh, He knows that there's something up and he's just waiting Mm. for her to tell her, tell him. And um, he was a lot of fun. And I think it really, his death is really earned because you really do (laughs) like it's good.
1: You're bummed when he does. Yeah, it's a a gut punch. But he's really useful to her and helpful. And yeah, yeah, he does. He
0: does useful things like he needs. She needs him.
1: Mm-hmm. To to
0: kind of figure things out and to get things done that she wants done, like it's it's effective. Like
1: he's good, he's a good sidekick, and he gives her sex. How often does that happen for a sidekick?
0: Thank God he was able to get laid before he died. Right.
1: <laughs> Same for Ripley. Yeah, true, true, true. Um. Anyway, uh, second sidekick is Dylan, played by Charles S. Dutton. How close uh, is this to, um. Rudy? Yeah. <laughs> I think Rudy is a couple years later. Is that 94? It's, it's literally one year later, Rudy. Is it 93? You're five foot nothing.
0: <laughs> Man,
1: he could deliver a line himself. I don't know what happened to him. I, I really don't. Always a delight to see in a movie. The last thing I remember seeing him in was Secret Window wow i haven't seen that movie in a long time wow he's done other things since then but the last time i remember seeing a theatrically released wide release movie and i, it I sucks. swear
0: i feel like the two things i really know him from is alien 3 and rudy and they're like back to back i thought it was 94 so wow it was a year off okay so that is i mean it's just, and in both movies he is amazing he's so good the way he delivers like like I can believe this man can command a room.
1: Uh oh, commands me Rand. I I really yeah. wherever
0: he says. Like I get, it. I understand that he leads these people. And Well, how big first, is he? Do you think he's, is he a big guy? I don't think I didn't get the vibe he was big.
1: Uh, okay, hold on a second. I have as I am to be up right okay. here. He's five nine, five so nine. 5'9. So, he's of average height. You son of a bitch. <laughs> He's my also height. i He's my height. He's my height. So, yeah, Charles S. Dutton is incredible in this movie. He has to give a bunch of speeches, and he just nails them all. Yeah, every single uh, one. You, you're ready to, like, yeah, for God. Let's go. I'm going to go fight this 8-foot yeah. alien that has acid for blood. Even when he's, like,
0: he beats off his own men with, a like, a pipe or something when they're trying to rape her. And then he gives yeah. a speech, and it's like,
1: yeah! Well, like, get I, I love that his line delivery, too, after he saves Ripley from the raping, and he's yeah. like, "Me, get out of here! Me and the brother's got to have a talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I love how the dude, that's like, too, that's about to rape Ripley, before he goes to try to rape, he puts his goggles on. It's Holt <laughs> that's Holt
1: McElhaney! That's uh, Holt McElhaney which you know <laughs> i know who you're talking about yeah i'm sorry i forget the the name of the show mindhunter Mind was, Hunter you know, on, Mind on Hunter. netflix yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah, which he's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah.
0: fantastic on
1: yeah i love that dude love yeah. him so much
0: it's such a, i i don't i think this is probably the first time i rewatched alien 3 since like really knowing who he was too
1: you know oh, I mean? second
0: for me. I, I caught him last time. I was like, oh my God, it's Hulk McElhaney. Yeah, because uh, and and rewatching it now, I'm like, oh my God, he's
1: he's the dude he's that rarely puts
0: on his goggles to rape a girl.
1: He looks like a child in this movie in comparison to what he looks young. like nowadays. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, he is the leader of all the inmates. Um, Done. The spiritual yeah. leader. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, and- I... They're a pseudo Christian type group, I guess. Basically, have... just waiting for God to take them because they know that they are sinners, deserve to die.
0: Yeah, and they all took a vow of celibacy. Which, right. yeah, so there's there's no kind of conjugal anything going on with anybody, I guess. Mm-hmm. The impression I get, it. I guess, yeah. I don't know, but uh, they 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 make that clear that they're celibate, so.
1: Yes, they do. Very early on. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's amazing. He is. I love Charles and Stutton. every Every, every speech.
0: Every speech where he convinces all these men to die.
1: I mean, even the scene <laughs> where Ripley tries to convince him to kill her. Yeah. He finds out that she is infected with an alien. Right. The Alien Queen. And he's like, screw you. Not until after I kill that thing and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, You're going to help me like,
0: kill it first.
1: Yeah. Then I'll kill you he's like i got no problem with killing you you yeah. just gotta wait until after this. <laughs> it is great it is great he's so good and I, and again
0: what he goes to try to face the aliens is, is great too
1: it's such a sad death yeah but it's
0: yeah. powerful and awesome at the same time i agree i agree yeah um what's the guy who lives what's his name morse Morse. okay that guy's got some really freaking funny one-liners.
1: He's really good in this movie. Yeah,
0: throughout the movie, there's I if I remember correctly, he's the same one who's like cursing or something towards the beginning and he get done Yeah, and somebody yells at him he's for the,
1: it. Yeah, he's the first uh inmate that speaks. Yeah. Where he, he mentions everything. I took a vow of celibacy. Yeah. And everything like that. Um, and the only one that survives in the very end of the movie, uh, he's, he's great. Danny Webb is the actor. Uh, I haven't, he was in an episode of Sherlock, but he's, he's a great British character actor from what I could tell. He's fine. He's man. so good in this movie. He's, it's, he delivers some great lines and
0: I love that line where the, where he's like curses or what. I'm trying to remember the line where it's like, um, God doesn't care if I curse or something. I, I'm trying to remember what no, it was. No,
1: he's not in that scene. He's not in that scene. That's not him. Oh, I thought that was that, him. Those are the two guys in the tunnel that die, plus oh, Golik.
0: Oh, now I feel bad. And,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And the black guy uh, is the one who is the bodyguard in Dorne in Game of Thrones, okay. carrying the axe around. Wow, interesting. All right. And he's the one who's like, shit's not a curse against God, so it's fine. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Funny
0: line. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, he's... he's uh, but Morris, yeah, he's a... Fun, like... I, but I'm, at the same time, as much as I like him and it's fun, and I, I I'm happy he's alive. But I'm also at the same time,
1: why? Why? Is, well, he was still. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, he didn't try to rape Ripley, so I'm happy he did. No, at least I know, One of those guys like, didn't survive. But
0: why would Waylon keep them? Keep him alive? Like why? I, they well, like he prob- sealed this stuff. They made a point. Like we're sealing this stuff up. This didn't happen, right? Right um, at
1: the end of the movie, they they say like you know the word we're selling everything else for scrap and
0: yeah, but I but he lives. Guess he walks out
1: in cuffs, probably just debriefing. They probably did kill him. It's you not think? like they or they threw him know. away in some hole somewhere. Something one of the two probably killed him. But yeah, you uh, know what would have been even
0: like make a crappy movie somewhat better is if he was in Resurrection.
1: I thought about the same thing too. Right? I, was like, I could have got, I kind of love this character. I wish he had popped up in Resurrection. What if but he was an inmate takes- there and sees
0: a clone resurrected Ripley, and his reaction throughout that would have been
1: so much better. I think I, if I remember, and God help me, and I will punch you in the face if you make me curious enough to do it. Uh-oh. If I rewatch uh, Resurrection, I think it I takes place take it like a decent time in the future, past this movie. That makes sense. So his character would be definitely long gone. Right. Uh but yeah, shout out to Morse, the only survivor. Yeah. Uh I <laughs> I'd like to also shout out poor dumb 85. <laughs> the assistant warning. Yeah. It's such a it's such <laughs> a childish
0: joke on him that is played so well by all these characters cuz it's such a weird like Annoying character, but loving affection type of thing
1: <laughs> towards
0: towards eighty five that is enjoyable.
1: He's, he's basically a puppy uh, to Andrews, uh, yeah. the, the the warden in this movie. He's just repeating whatever he says, and yeah, he's yeah. like
0: a not as weird militant Dwight. Like it's, it's yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah from from the Office. Yes, yeah, uh, and. <laughs> All the inmates call him 85 behind his back and to his face. And Pete possibly our dude, uh eventually reveals to uh Ripley telling him, like, yeah, we, when he first came here, we got a peek at his file and we found out his IQ was eighty five. So that's why we call him eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> and Ripley's just like, yeesh And there's a scene, uh, there's more stuff between uh Ripley and 85 in yeah. the special uh, assembly oh, assembly really? oh in the special okay where you know they base after you know Andrew's dead and he kind of sticks to her okay. real close because that's what he does he sticks in to the, the, the theatrical
0: there's a little bit more too especially like hey we should just stay put they're coming and all that kind of stuff
1: right well yeah. there's there's a scene where uh he she Gets him, coaxes him into telling the company that they've trapped the alien. Yeah, and asking if, but we can exterminate and, permi- and asking for permission to exterminate. Yeah, and he's like, "What's the point? They'll tell us to exterminate. It's, it's of course they're going to get rid of it." And she's like, "No, they won't." Yeah, and so they go through and they ask, and of course the the company's like, "Nope, do not deny, 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 do not do this." I'm kind of um, glad that wasn't in the
0: theatrical it's not needed. We well, if it's, you're it's, a fan of the series, you know.
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly. This is information we don't need and it's extended part of it and then she keeps and like, Okay, now I want you to tell them that the whole place has become toxic, and that yeah. that part is in a theatrical scene, so it's just extended. It's
0: already scene. in. It's already in two with the Paul Reiser character and everything, and one yeah. with, yeah. with, with, and the, and android with the android saying the crew is extendable. Yeah, yeah, it's like why do we need to do it again?
1: Which Ripley mentions again in the movie with the, 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 the yeah. situation. Apparently, we don't that, need it.
0: That the company itself was supposed to be a bigger part in the original kind of
1: ideas for sequels.
0: But I'm kind of glad that he didn't, because they kind of been hitting that over the head quite a lot.
1: Yeah, the evil of capitalism. Yeah. yeah. We
0: got it. <laughs> we got it. We got that part.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's only that interesting. Uh, yeah, so... I, I. I. But 85 is... Harmless. Is yeah. Is the best way I can put him. See, he's if, harmless,
0: he's- and he kind of somewhat has... I wouldn't say heroic, but he he has some moral boundaries that he's you know.
1: Once he realized that Ripley was right about everything, yeah. he like takes a pipe, uh, no a wrench, and hits uh, the Bishop Creator over the head. Yeah, and he calls him a damn android. And in the special edition, we see he screams like, "I'm not a damn android!" And they, all the guys shoot him. In this movie, they just shoot him anyway after he does it. And it's just funny that even while he's being sort of heroic and sacrificial to you know because he knows it's gonna happen yeah uh he's still dumb about it like calling that guy an android he's clearly (laughs) not an android uh i love 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 85 he's adorable i agree um special shout out to the warden who has the most nasally annoying british voice known to man i thought he just played that part so well like i don't know it's great it's
0: great He's like the only person that could have, like, I feel like, done that part. You know what I mean?
1: Special announcement from Rumor Control. <laughs> <What the heck? laughs> oh no, She gonna do this voice the whole time. This I loved
0: awful. it. Are you, I don't know why I loved it. Like, I just, it just, it oh, it's just fit it's for perfect me. for I the don't, character. Yes, exactly. It's perfect for the character. It just, like, I just oh, felt it so right. right. <laughs> and I was, I wanted more of him, only yeah. because I felt like. And maybe that's more of a problem with the the first part and section of the movie. Like I felt like his death would have been so much better and so much more earned if we had more of him. Being an mm. asshole, being him. Well, you know what I mean?
1: Uh you get more of him in the uh in the special edition. Uh like he is there at the um autopsy from the very beginning. Like yeah. they all go down together. And it's like we don't need this. The yeah. only thing important for it is the after the fact. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, it's, it's but yeah, and um, that's all I got to say about the, uh, the sidekicks. What'd you give the sidekicks, Tim? I enjoyed them. They, yeah,
0: they were as much as I did have trouble following the characters and names and all that kind of stuff. But they were still fun. They still helped a whole lot progress plot flower forward. They were not annoying. They were funny. Um, I gave him a four. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I really liked them. I gave
1: him a three, but um, I'm good with the four.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I feel like I have scored this movie higher than you.
1: You did a little bit, but I thought I was scoring this movie too high, and I'm okay with it. I went Going with a little four, higher. 14 was my final score. Um, I went with 13 and a half now. Okay, so it's a uh, half point lower than yeah.
0: So where do you want to go with that? Cuz right now I have it over um Dead Alive. I mean, you do too. Okay. 13 and a half is still over Dead Alive.
1: Do I really have it over at Dead Alive?
0: Yeah, hmm. we rated Dead Alive was 13 points. Damn. Yeah. So you have it over Dead so Alive. So I originally by had it at
1: so you originally had this, the uh, sidekicks as a point lower. And right, had and you at, had... Um, I had this at a 12 and a half, so I have this below Dead Alive. You had um, sidekicks um,
0: like a half point lower than me.
1: No, a point lower than you, a full point uh to, what do you
0: have it a three i have it a four
1: i didn't have it at three but i was willing to put it up to a four i was like yeah i oh. like everything you said and
0: then you put a different category higher than me too i think it i was have villain
1: at Two and a half. Two and a half. villain was lower yeah. yeah
0: so villain was lower and sidekick was lower and that's where the point differential is mm-hmm. man i'm kind of shocked to be honest like, I thought I was going to be going too low at points for you. And then I ended up rating it higher than you, which is just interesting.
1: Hmm. Um, Two, I like Alien 3 more than Dead Alive. Very different
0: movies. It's so hard.
1: They are. and it's They're both I mean,
0: like, in the horror genre, but such a different genre <laughs> at the same time, right? You got horror comedy versus an actual horror movie. And one actually was achieving its goals the entire time. And one had a lot of adversity, and there's some stuff that's let go.
1: Okay, so my original score on Alien 3 was 12.5. And And because you've pointed this out to me, uh, the Dead Alive thing, um, I have to insist on separate scores. Only because... I know you hate this. I'm sorry. I can't stand this shit. Deal with it. Uh, I'm sorry. Dead Alive is an important movie to me. Dead Alive is a fantastic freak. No, no, no. I I know, but it's important to me. It is one of the two movies. Two movies got me into horror movie genre entirely. It's Dead Alive and Scream. And I can't put this movie above it. I can't do it. I love Dead Alive too much.
0: It's you know, and I and I like this movie a lot. Clearly, I've seen Alien three so many more times than I've seen Dead Alive because I'm because this movie sure. has
1: been more available. That's true. It's a
0: good point. I think this this podcast is the second time I've ever revisited Dead Alive. Me too. Yeah, and and and, and it only lived up to my memory.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a good point. Uh, same same here. Um. Like, I'm waiting for Peter Jackson to give me that 4K. I will buy it.
0: It is it is so much fun.
1: I mean, it, I'm fine with you putting this over Dead Alive. I just can't do it. I can't do it. This is There sh- will be movies sh- I am undoubtedly sure that I will put above Dead Alive. Not this one. I can't do it. Undoubtedly over. Yeah, yeah, there's one in... I can name one. I'm almost sure that I'm willing to put over it. I can name one, yeah, I don't know. Probably two, but not not this this one.
0: This is... Okay. Um, I've seen a lot more movies than you. Oh, no, totally. No, I get that part. Don't get me wrong. Um,
1: Deal with the separate scores. Sorry. I don't like it. I hate it. I know you don't.
0: I really do. Um...
1: I don't want you to go down on your score. Your score is your score.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, I know. Yeah, my score was a fourteen. Like I just okay. Then that's I just, it. I just think, like, you're
1: not going to convince me. So just leave it alone and let's go. move on and find out what the next movie is. I'm just
0: okay. Can I? Can I just put it out there? Let me I put it put out it there. there. I gotta justify it somehow. Okay, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it because again yeah, this is difficult because I really do love the hell out of Dead Alive. Okay, so. um... One, as much as the hero was a lot of fun, there's no way in hell it's better than Ripley. Ripley sure. is one of the greatest heroes ever, so there's no way in hell, okay? Um, villain. Xenomorph is freaking iconic. Um, it's not exactly clear-cut in in Dead Alive. Action, definitely better in, in Dead Alive as much as there's mm-hmm. some good stuff uh, in Alien 3.
1: Dead Alive is Dead better. Alive is almost like that we did for, um, oh, what was it? God. Oh, the and, junk man. In junk man, yeah. we, we yeah, just yeah. like, no, I think yeah, was, yeah. You made that point last time. We went, we went time. above five, we're going for a six. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a great so, point. It's so good. You can't
0: get better than the action, as much as there's some good stuff, the action is just better in Dead Alive. It's just, it's just so much more fun. It's
1: another level. It's yeah. like, wow.
0: But again, I would say Sidekick is better in Alien 3 yeah, than Dead okay. Alive. So, right. so I'm just saying, like, if you're if you're going on this scoring system, and we want to be honorable and truthful to the scoring system that we put in place, Alien Three is better. Its score is better because it had it beats every component over Dead Alive. The only way Dead Alive beats it is action now if you want to do an asterisk because the action and horror is obviously the most important component to this genre right as most then i get it i get why you would put dead alive over it but in the breakdown of scoring and how this system works it makes more sense that alien 3 scores higher because of the ways the scoring system works okay You're
1: sure still
0: not going to budge you i hate you. no
1: okay. i'm not doing it with it i hate you i, I hate told you. you this is this is. all right i'm fine with you explaining yourself but you're not going to win me over i hope i hope audiences
0: understand what i'm saying and i don't like that i have to almost
1: talk negatively of dead alive i don't like what you're doing to me mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. it's very upset i'm just saying if you put a finger gun to my head i would have given dead alive an extra point for action which would have put it on par with your score of Alien 3, and I would still put Dead Alive above Alien 3. So, where am I? Because Dead Alive is just a personally important movie to me for horror movies, and I'm going to watch Dead Alive more if I have the opportunity to than Alien 3. And unfortunately, throughout my life, I have had less opportunity to rewatch Dead Alive than I have Alien 3. All
0: right, so where am I putting your score? Your stupid score? I'm, I'm doing the 12 and a half. Is that what I'm doing?
1: Yeah, give it the 12 and a half. Why I'm doing it, it's gonna be very highly ranked by the end of the year.
0: I tell you, no, that. no, I, yeah, for sure. I kind of figured so far, this is kind of what I figured stuff would go.
1: It's through. also the third best alien movie, so
0: you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, not I'm not enough. like, I mean, I don't know if that's saying a whole lot, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, I like the
1: Ridley Scott uh prequels too.
0: Well, it's kind of weird, it's like if they're almost a separate thing. Um, That's how I kinda of feel. Yeah, like it's 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 a different it's almost a different thing. Um yeah. although I don't know. I, I know we're we're also defenders of those movies, so we are. So it's my pick. I can't wait. Um What you got? Okay, so what you got I, for me this week. All right, so I want I wanna pick this movie that I'm about to pick. I'm just a little worried. It is something, and it's kind of giving it away, but I have not seen the original. I'm picking the
1: gate too. You've never seen the gate? I know. I, know. I have failed you. Yes. But I'm sorry.
0: Now, if I'm re- if I'm remembering correctly, I'm I'm aware of stuff enough. This is the the original is the one with Stephen Dorff as like a kid
1: right? Yeah, no, he's like 10 yeah. years old. I, I know. I feel like the worst big brother in the world right now.
0: I mean, who knows? It could be one of those things where I start
1: to watch the movie and be like, I
0: think I'm remembering pizzas of this kind of um, thing. And
1: you know how usually you and I, you know, like I'll watch the original or something like that. And you just watch the sequel because you have less time in your hands. Right. Watch the original. Just I'll as try. a treat to yourself, as a treat to yourself. So, We'll see. You will be so happy. Um, this is
0: we are supposed to do a little trip here, hurricane permitting, this weekend. So that that could cause some issues, but we are getting a little bit of head recording. So who knows? We, we might be able to make it work. So I I will try. Um, but yeah, um, maybe this
1: weekend at the beach, you and I will sneak away and watch the original The Gate. It's a really fun movie. I, I love The Gate. I, I mean, it's, I heard all good. Things. I just rewatched it like. A year ago, I think, and still holds up. Yeah, I, I like. I feel like I've I've heard it talked
0: about. I've seen so many screenshots of it. I'm curious to watch it. That if I might remember bits of it or something, I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm going with the Gate Two, and I think you I think you have it listed as on
1: Prime. I've never seen the Gate Two, so I'm excited to watch it.
0: Well, yeah, I wanted to do something that um, neither of us have seen because I don't know if we've picked a movie that neither of us have seen yet. Yeah, split
1: second. Oh, yeah, that garbage. I about that. <laughs> that movie still pisses me off. Well, I, I, it's just important to me that you watch the first Gate movie uh, because I don't know what the quality is at the sequel. Yeah. And I don't want you to never watch the original because the original is really good. Fair enough. I
0: mean, it's, um, you know, as much as I don't want to go from bad to good to bad to good, but um, I'm a little bit worried that there's more bad than good in 92. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's I'm not. I'm not at all. Yeah. Uh, okay. there's, a, there's a lot of great stuff in here. I'm curious if they're okay to, hey, if that makes me watch the original The Gate and, and watch some classic along with it, then I guess that's a positive, right? So... Yeah, yeah, I pick the gate, and yes, it is listed. the gate two. The gate two, sorry, yeah, the gate two, and it is on Amazon Prime.
1: Trespassers. Uh, yeah, I guess there's a sub- subtitle.
0: Oh, is that that's the subtitle of the gate two? Okay. Yeah. Mm, totally. So much fun. There's other ones I almost went with, but we'll see.
1: Okay, well, we'll get to them eventually.
0: Yeah, right? Like, I'm definitely very curious to check out Hellraiser 3. Yeah, hell on earth! Yeah. um, But then there's other ones that I'm like, I really don't want to revisit a man. Nor I. (laughs) I really don't want to go back to that movie. I want to remember Pierce as he is on my wall right next to me.
1: Tim is pointing to a GoldenEye poster. What are you saying? This. Beow, beow. No, no, not, no, no. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. right.
0: Yep. And on that note, <laughs> uh, that is it for us. Please show your support for the podcast by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, wherever you happen to listen to the show. Also, sharing is caring. Be sure to follow us on social media to get the latest show updates. You can contact us by emailing at filmbrochamp at gmail.com or find us by searching for hashtag filmbrochamp. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Film Bros Championship Podcast. Peace out, everyone.